And hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. This is Dr. X. And how is everybody doing today? And we're back. Yes. (laughs) That is not the one I wanted to play, but yeah. (laughs) We'll let that shit go. We're back with the vengeance. We're going to play a clap. Yeah. yeah. You switched it out? I don't know. I try to play the fucking. Uh, there we go. We're back. We're back, at, ladies and gentlemen. I Woo! hope everybody uh, had a wonderful hiatus. I think we've been gone for like a week or something. But um, shit, there's a lot of things happening since we've been gone. Uh, shit, what has happened? Oh, a lot of trailers have been dropped. A lot of movies have been dropped. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time in uh, Hollywood. I hear it's excellent. Oh, uh, what else? Somebody was just in Hollywood. Hob, Hob and Shaw. Yeah, I was in Hollywood. <laughs> Hob and Shaw was uh, out. I saw Hob and Shaw and Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. I saw that, both of those movies. And I have to admit, um, I really like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Not a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. They believe that Margot Robbie, she didn't have any speaking parts, and uh, they, they felt the way about that. But um, Where, uh, Would you rate this near the top of the list of Tarantino movies or during, around uh, the bottom? I ranked this high on Tarantino movies. Yeah, this is his last movie. Nah, well, he says, but he said that he, before he said he was gonna come out with ten movies, though. You know, so I don't know. I don't know if this. Jay Z also said he was not doing another rap album. Mm-hmm. So. But I mean, when it comes to directors, usually they're they're like, yeah, I'm done. Nah, no way. Actually, I've never heard a director say that they're done before. Yeah. I'm trying to think about. it. I've never why heard a director that? say why, that why they're would done. Because you do you're so good. Usually it seems like the industry just um <laughs> it like the industry pushes you out, not you Right, like you stop getting being money. out, yeah. Kind of stuff. But Quentin Tarantino He, he does still everything in house. I mean he's he does want to do a Star Trek movie. Mm-hmm. He does want to do a Star Trek the, type or a Star no, no, Trek Star Trek movie. He's yeah. a star, he's Count a Trekkie. He's a Trekkie and uh he wants to do one of those movies and uh <laughs> I know that he, he pitched it or or he, he pitched to be a director of the of a new Star Trek movie, and to be honest, man, I'm 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 here for it, man. I would like to see a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie, even if he just like just writes the script. The dialogue itself will be rich. I think if he did uh, Galaxy Quest, he'd hmm. count me up. Really? Because Galaxy Quest is basically Star Trek, but it's like funny and kooky, a different version that he could probably get and just kind of. Well, Galaxy Quest is... And give like a Tarantino-esque feel. Like, that would be pretty cool. Galaxy Quest is Star Trek for people who are fans of the show, like reality kind of thing. Like, because the whole premise of Galaxy Quest is that these people played these actors on this show, and then they were going to a convention. They thought they were going to a special convention. Mm -hmm. So they all signed them on board, but then they found out that they were actually going to fight an alien threat Mm -hmm. to another... uh, to another, what you call it, in another galaxy or something like that, which like, would be pretty cool. Like, wouldn't wouldn't that be cool? Like, then they 
go to the other galaxy mm-hmm. and they fight the evil guy. Like he could go really violent with it. Cause I mean, there was moments in the movie that could have gotten extremely graphic. Yeah. Like when the little blue things are going after, uh, you see, I think, you know, the, the, each other the once upon a time in a uh, Hollywood movie, it didn't have that Quentin Tarantino graphic. It wasn't uh, a violent one. No, it wasn't violent. It only got so violent around it, the end of the movie. So it was more like uh, what was that one movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal where he's on the train? Jake on the train. Uh, <laughs> no, no, the close, close, close. movie. Yeah, Jake. It's not snakes on a train. It's Jake on a train. <laughs> Jake on the train. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, where he's like a. He's in somebody else's body, but it turns out it's just him in another part of the. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like a little time thing. thing. Yeah, it's a time thing, right? Yeah, it was cool. Uh, but that movie mm-hmm. is it kind of like that? Because that was really so violent. If if Tarantino ends up doing Star Trek, do you think he's trying to go for like J.J. Abrams, like modernized, or is he going to try to go like vintage style with like the old school? He's like, definitely going to go vintage. Like you're going to hear like. 100%. Yeah. Like definitely gonna hear that school, kind of stuff. Like main title, yeah. You're gonna hear that shit because that's his that's his a uh, motive. Yeah, an orchestra warming up. That's his yeah. that's his motive because he likes to do shit like retro. So he's gonna have the chicks wearing the short skirts with the high boots and the almost oh, likely. And you're gonna see feet because this movie had a lot of fucking feet in it. It's like <laughs> it's like he's in on the meme of people talking about Quentin Tarantino and his movies with feet. And then what he did was like, oh, you think what I was showing you guys before was feet? Watch this. Because there were scenes that he was just showing, like, feet outside a car. There was one scene that it was a a scene, a shot of you see the front of the car. You see the windshield. And you just see a pair of a pair of feet, dirty feet, just put, put on the glass, man. And it just upsets me because I fucking hate that shit, man. Pat hates feet. I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> There's a lot of feet in there, man. And so then wait, Margot Robbie. Wait, you, you went through this whole thing to get to the point where the dirty feet were on the glass. That was what dirty got feet you. was on. The, yeah, That's it was like you. everything that, else. You Margot Robbie her, was. Uh, she was watching her own movie. She was supposed <laughs> to be. I forgot the the woman who uh, Sharon Tate. Yeah, she was supposed to be Sharon Tate, and she was watching a movie. She went to the movie theater, and uh, she told the person, uh, "Oh, can I? Uh, how much can I watch the matinee of this movie?" So yeah, that'll be I don't know six dollars or eight dollars or something. And said, "Oh, she didn't have any money." She said, "Can I watch the movie because I'm in the movie?" She said, "Who are you? I'm the the quirky character." She said, "Oh shit!" So they're like, "Yeah, you can watch it." They took a picture of her. She went in there, and as she was watching the movie, she took off her shoes and then just kicked her feet up on the in the movie theater, and you saw her feet were fucking dirty, bro. The bottom of her feet looked like fucking. Fresh tar put Dude, on. It fucking... really bothered you. I bet nobody else noticed that. I noticed that shit. That the feet were dirty, bro. She walked into the movie theater barefoot. No, nah, she didn't walk in the movie theater. She had on like boots or something. But you can tell. But those boots were made for marching and walking in the swamp. No, <laughs> I was trying to go off right. with the Johnny Cash song, man. <laughs> I know. Boots are made for walking. Uh, yeah, so she was walking I... around and stuff like that. But um, Mar- marching in the swamp. The 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 movie, uh, it was good, man. It really showed showcased like these actors' performance, and it gave me a new light of how I see uh, hippies or how Quentin Tarantino see hippies in the movie, man. Because they were showing like uh, you know that that ranch that uh, what's that fucking kid? What's the dude 
who never killed anybody, but he got a cult who killed people. Charles, Charles Manson. Charles Manson. You saw. Is that what this movie's about? It's about lightly, murders? Lightly, dude. It doesn't even. It's really about um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt's character. The whole thing about the the murder that take place next door. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't know if I should tell you guys the the story, but it's like if you if you like the ending of Glorious guys. Why do we do this every time? We always spoil it. Stop okay. asking. All right, cool. Spoil it. Yeah, spoil check it, this. Check this out. So the movie is just you, like Inglorious Bastards. You it's jerk, just, man. It's you just like Inglorious Bastards, where he re he re uh, writes history. So they re <laughs> he rewrites history in this movie too, because that murder never took place. Because what happened is that uh, as soon as they're about to go kill uh, Sharon Tate. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio comes out and he's like, "Look at these fucking hippies!" Because they were parked outside, and he he walks out and he has his little margarita made in the fucking blender. He's, like, "Hey, get the fuck out of here, you loud fucking car, piece of shit car!" He start yelling at these fucking hippies inside the car. Right? He goes into the window and he's, like, "Hey, get the fuck out of here!" You see like a knife, you see a gun, and they're so scared that they just back out and they just park. And now they're pissed off and say, "Yo, we were told by Charlie that we have to go kill." Uh, these people <laughs> shit like that right so they walk up they walk up uh the hill to go to the house right mm-hmm. and the, the 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 what Uma Thurman's daughter who was in Stranger Bill? Things yeah she's in the movie she plays one of the hippies she gets fucking scared and she says I left my knife in the car so oh okay just go back to the car and go grab it and just come back up she gets in the car she's out <laughs> she's gone she fucking terrified so she just drives off so they go inside, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they go inside uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's house. Brad Pitt is there, and he's tripping on uh, he's tripping on cigarette that's covered in uh, LSD, which awesome. is in real life that can't happen because uh, you can't you can't use LSD with cigarettes because the way that the you can't you you're burning it, you're burning the high, so it won't work. But in this movie. In Quentin Tarantino's universe, this is the way it works. So he's high, and he just finished walking his dog, and they come inside of his. They come inside the house, and Brad Pitt is just standing there, and uh, they said, you know, the guy's like, "Hey, freeze, motherfucker! Where's everybody at?" And Brad Pitt just standing there saying, uh, "Is this for real?" Because see, he's still fucking high and shit like that, and the dog is just <laughs> waiting there. Though the dog, fucking beautiful dog, dog, like he is one of those dogs that uh, it, it's obedient. Like he just tells the dog to just the sit. shepherd. No, nah, it's a, it's a pit. He Ooh. tells the dog to sit, and as he's pouring like food for the dog, you see the dog just waiting there. And then he sits down. He makes his plate, and he says, "Go get it." So the dog go gets this food. So they both eat at the same time. Dog is on the couch, and uh, you see Brad Pitt just standing there. Leonardo DiCaprio's wife, that his fresh wife that he just got from Spain after spending like six months over there. Comes out of the room. She's over here terrified. Leonardo DiCaprio is in the pool listening to his old tapes of him being an actor and shit like that. So he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Brad Pitt is just standing there saying like, oh, I know you. He said, you're that cowboy that was on the, the horse. Forgot your name. And then the guy said, hey, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then he just tells the dog. The dog just attacks this motherfucker. But dude, it gets Quentin Tarantino graphic. I'm talking about like bites. Ah, the dog start biting his arm. You hear like breaking. You hear bones breaking. Like ah. Then he tells the dog to like attack another area. The dog start biting at his crotch and shit like that. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, not Quentin. Uh, Brad Pitt grabs like something off of uh, the table 
and throws it at this girl's head. Because it's two women and one dude. He throws it at this girl's head. Boom, breaks her fucking nose. She falls to the ground, right? And the dude who's getting attacked by the dog, Brad Pitt just walks over. <laughs> He's right by the door, crushes his fucking head with his foot. Boom, with the heel of his foot. Bow, crushes his head. Now, one of the women is coming at Brad Pitt. They both fall down. She has a knife. The knife ends up being, which was a beautiful reveal that she does. She doesn't have the upper hand anymore. The knife ends up being in Brad Pitt's hip. And uh, you see them both get up. Brad Pitt's on one knee, and he taps the knife at the the like the tip of the knife, like the 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 hilt. And he goes like, "Uh oh." He looks at the girl. Do he grabs her fucking head, smashes it, smashes it against like the fireplace, goes to the goes to the fucking phone that's hanging on the wall, smashes her head towards the phone. The phone like falls down. Right on the, you know, where you can hang up the phone, smashes it some more. It's like in cave now. <laughs> it's fucking in cave. The other girl, the other woman, he gets the dog on the other chick. And like the dog is like biting her face, biting all over her fucking body. Right. The what you call he's he throws this girl down. And then the, the girl who's getting attacked by the dog ends up firing a shot. Boom. Brad Pitt falls out. He's on the ground. The girl. Does like, uh, you know how Quentin Tarantino, he has all these people who just like to just run irate, like hands in the air shit. She runs out. Boom. Breaks. She she busts out through like uh, the glass door <laughs> that's going through the back door. Oh, I hope she didn't get cut. And then that's when Leonardo DiCaprio finally sees like, what the fuck's going on? He falls. He falls in the pool. And then you see her fall into the pool. She's still screaming. And she's like, ah, kind of shit. He jumps out of the pool. He runs into the house and she's still screaming and shit. He grabs a fucking flamethrower. And just lights her ass on fire, dog. Like, boof. With a fucking flamethrower. <laughs> then the cops come. They start talking about what happened. And it's like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> that's how the movie ends, man. That's Yo, it doesn't, ends. Gra- it doesn't get graphic <laughs> until the end of the movie. It doesn't get graphic until there? Dude, oh, it doesn't dude, get graphic so until the end. No, no, but movie. yo, the dialogue. Now, what about the, the? I'm sorry. Go ahead. The dialogue one. The dialogue is fucking rich, man. There's this little girl who's in the movie, like, and you see, this is where Quentin Tarantino gets in his fucking bag, dude. <laughs> like, she is so spot on. She's like, what's that saying? Woke. She's really fucking woke and shit like that. And it's like, damn, she's really good. That's where that whole meme about like, that's the best bit of acting I've ever seen. And you see Leonardo DiCaprio like. He does that little uh, like uh, he puts his hand to his mouth and he's like, like he's he's proud of himself kind of shit because she said that. That was uh, one of those things. We're like, damn, this is pretty fucking dope. Now, what about the Bruce Lee? Oh, okay. <laughs> there was stuff that was going around the Bruce Lee Wait, thing. Who the fuck are these guys? Who these guys? That okay, are, fucking uh, mur- are they like hitmen? No, or are they they're, like they're hipsters. Military? They're hippies. My bad. They're hippies. How the fuck do they have flamethrowers? They didn't have a flamethrower. Brad Pitt had a flame. Uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio had a flamethrower from a movie that he did. Oh my god! And he kept the he kept the. Here's the thing about that I was whole say, movie. I'm like, damn, these guys are fucking crazy. Here's like, the thing I about that, that whole movie. He's smashing because he's on LSD. Yeah, and so like you know, you superhuman strength. You're, you're he's yo. He's all these things are shut off. Killing people, and all this dude. Stuff shut off. Yo, he was killing these these hipsters like yeah. nasty, dude. It was like one of those like, why would you like? Okay, after the second, I'm like, okay, she's unconscious. What are you doing? You he, he, he was just smashing Wait, her head. You mean hippies, not hipsters. Yeah, hippie. He was just smashing her head like, bam, bam, bam. Dude, it, it was. Oh, and the, the one of the funniest parts is that uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's wife runs into the room and locks the door, and then the dog later on, like uh, when Brad Pitt falls out, the dog later on runs towards the door 
where she's at, like, and starts scratching at the door. She opens it. She looks, sees the dog, like, tells the dogs to come in, locks the door again, like that. I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty fucking dope that she did that. Like, she was waiting for the dog to come in, and then she uh, looked to see what what else was happening to lock the door. She didn't know a, a, a lick of English. This was her first time in America, and that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's what fucking happened. But the so dog, Brad Pitt dies. No, no. Brad Pitt doesn't die. He just he just passes out. I thought he got shot, but he just passes out. The movie was was a uh, it was telling because you would think that Leonardo DiCaprio's character is like a liar and stuff like that. Like he treats Brad Pitt's character like shit, but he doesn't. You know what I mean? He's like uh, Brad Pitt can't make it because he wants to be a stuntman. But the reason why he can't make it is because uh, what's that thing like gatekeepers, right? And unfortunately, what happened is that there's this thing. There's this. Uh, this is a rumor that's going around that Brad Pitt killed his wife on purpose. And they showed a flashback mm. of uh, his wife on a boat, him and his wife on a boat, right? And he has a harpoon gun. She's drinking uh, Bloody Marys. He's uh, like cleaning out the uh, harpoon gun because he's about to go, you know, dive in the water, get some fish and shit. And uh, she's just saying stuff like, yep, perfect time, huh? I'm with a. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. Like I'm with a fucking piece of shit person on a piece of shit boat doing it. She's just going that. She was going that route, talking shit about him like that, doing that kind of stuff, right? And he just mm. he just wiping his gun, and then yo know, the flashback stops as soon as you see the harpoon like pointed towards her, and she's walking around like she's tipsy on the boat. It stops right there. So it's like, oh, did he kill her? Did he not? So I've been having this conversation with people, and I was like, I don't think he killed her on purpose, man, because he drinks, he drinks fucking uh, Bloody Marys. Mm. But in that scene, he was drinking a beer. I don't know. To me, it just seems like I think he starts to drink Bloody Marys to like remember his wife, kind of thing. And I really feel that what's going to happen is like maybe or in maybe the deleted to scene, celebrate it. No, I was thinking that maybe just to like. Flashback to that scene. Maybe it's gonna they're gonna show an extension, mm-hmm. and it was all like jokes kind of shit. Like she was just playing, they were just playing, and next you know he ended up killing her by mistake kind of stuff. Because he doesn't come off as a person who would do that kind of shit. Because there was this one scene that there was this uh, woman, and multiple times in the movie that he would see he would see this uh, this hipster chick in the city, and one time she tried to get a ride from him, said, "No, nah, I'm going this way." She said, "I'm going that way." He says, "Well, can't help you." Then one. Then uh, later on, he sees her and says, oh, we're both going the same way. Where are you going? And it was going, she was going fucking far. So he said, okay, I'll drop you off over there. While they were driving, she said that, so um, you want me to suck your dick while you drive? And he was like, how old are you? She said, wow, I've never got that question asked before. Well, he says, well, how old are you? She says, I'm 18. He says, mm, you're not because you don't have any license. You look 16. Just gonna drop you off. So he just driving around, dropping her off, kind of shit. I was like, wow, commendable, yeah, commendable. You know, he does, he, you know, he does that kind of shit. So he does drop her off. That to wouldn't the have happened in the real, <laughs> the real world. Yeah, but I'm just saying that that that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened in this in this world's quotations. So that's what happened. And uh, oh, there's another violent part that happened at the farm uh, when they end up going to uh, the farm that what's that Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. Kept the people that uh, they uh, one of the the hipsters flattened Brad Pitt's car 
Dog, because it gets really fucking intense in that fucking scene, dude. Because there's a whole bunch of hipsters. You see uh, hippies. Hippies. You see a whole bunch of these, like, women. Dirty hippies. Yeah, you see. It's like. It's like four guys, but <laughs> it's like hippies, dog. 30, 40 women, dog. Tarantino's, They're all around, dude. They're all around, right? Tarantino's fucked up, man. He's making yeah. he's fucking up dirty hippies, man. But I, yo, poor dirty hippies. I did not know that 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 actually happened. That they actually did take over this farm, mm-hmm. and the the owner of the farm, he was alive when they found when they went to that farm and found those uh hippies there. He was still alive, but dude, not knowing that, I was watching the movie and uh. There was a house at the end of a uh, like uh, the whole the whole farm and shit like that. He walks in, he uh, he walks in and says, "I know the person who owns this farm because we used to shoot like a show here." Is he still around? I say, yeah, but you know he's sick, dude. Everybody was telling the truth in this whole fucking movie, and I'm thinking that oh they're all bullshitting. They're gonna kill Brad Pitt's character right fucking now because it was really fucking intense. Because the closer he got to the house, the more you start seeing like people just walk out of like the shadows and shit. And you just see people just staring at him as he's walking up the steps into the house to go see the guy. And there's a woman who's in the in the living room, and she says uh, he's sleeping, and he's sleeping because uh, at 8 o'clock he likes to watch his shows with me, and you're going to take some time away from him watching shows with me because he's going to be up and he's going to fall asleep when uh, we're watching our shows kind of shit. I was like, oh, no, I, I can see that. And she said, okay, well, he's in that room over there. So he doesn't see that well, so you're gonna have to say that you're coming in the room before you get in there. So I'm like, oh fuck! I'm like, as soon as he says his name, she, he's just gonna fucking shoot through the door. He said, this motherfucker's gonna kill him. It's intense, cause dude, every time it cuts to the outside, there's more motherfuckers who are outside the fucking uh, that are like his followers. Yeah, that are outside. He's not there, dude. You only see this guy once in the whole fucking movie, dog. Charles Manson. You only see him once, and it's because he pulls up to the driveway. Of Leonardo and uh, the Tate's house, he looks through the window. He looks through like the gate. Says, "Oh, does what's his name still live here?" Talking to Leo, said, "Oh no, he doesn't live here. He lives like three houses down or something." Like that. He said, "Okay, that's it." Boom, drives off. That's it. I was like, "Holy shit, dog!" Just those little moments. The fact that you know the history about somebody makes it really fucking. It makes it intense because it's like, yeah. damn, that's fucking. That's fucking terrifying. So Brad Pitt goes inside the room, says what's up to the guy. The guy said, I don't fucking remember you. I don't fucking remember you. He said, I'm fucking blind. What are you talking about? Kind of shit. So they have a little banter like that. Brad Pitt walks out. As soon as he's walking out, you see everybody who's like, all these uh, hippies are like cursing. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, too. They spitting at him and shit like that. I'm like, oh, they're hippies. They're not going to do anything to him. He goes to his car. He has a fucking flat. They put a flat to his car. And you see this one dude who's just hanging by the gate, and he's sitting on top. He says, did you do this? I need you to fix my tire. And the guy just spits. So Brad Pitt punches him in the face, throws him to the car, says, I need you to change my fucking tire. He wouldn't do it, punches him again, puts him to the back of the car. The guy ends up changing his fucking tire, drives off. And the guy who, was, uh, who went to the house before says, oh, I know you. You're the guy who was on horseback. They 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 went to go call him, and by the time he got to Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt was already gone. Like you see the car peeling out, and the dude who got his ass like his face punched in by Brad Pitt, he was just on the floor, and all these women like, "Oh no, I can't believe he did that to you!" Kind of shit. I'm like, "Damn." So that happened before the incident with the flamethrower. Before the incident with the flamethrower. The flamethrower incident the was a was a was a throw was a was a throwback because in the beginning of the movie. 
they were they were talking about a movie that uh, Leonardo did where he used a flamethrower and uh, what you call it, uh, Al Pacino played uh, a producer <laughs> and he was saying, did you really use that, flame th- that flamethrower? He says, yep, that was all me. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Though I really thought that Leonardo DiCaprio's character was straight up, like everybody was fucking lying. But he was forthright, man. Like he really wanted to get uh, Brad Pitt's character in every fucking movie. He's he like, oh, this is my stunt, man. This is my my guy. Because nobody wanted to work with Brad Pitt because they thought that he killed his wife. And one of the stunt dudes, one of the 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 key the the key, the key grip, his wife was like, "No, I never want that motherfucker to work in this business again." And that's where that whole uh, that Bruce Lee thing came up, because uh, Bruce Lee was talking some shit on the show. It was on uh, the Green Hornet. Mm-hmm. They showed him like talking some shit, saying like, "Oh, you know," he says, "Uh, these are lethal weapons." You know the Bruce Lee shit, dude. The guy looked like Bruce Lee without the glasses or with the glasses on. As soon as he started to take them shits off, it's like, nah. <laughs> it doesn't look like Bruce Lee. But a fight breaks out where Bruce Lee was fighting Brad Pitt's character. Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt uh, kicked his ass. And that's why I think that everybody was like, nah, this is bullshit. Because uh, Bruce Lee's family was like, they made him look like he was arrogant. Which they showed that he was. Like, he was arrogant kind of shit. But in real life, Bruce Lee wasn't. He was an arrogant kind of shit. But... Brad Pitt made it seem like um, that, uh, what you call it, that uh, he can whoop his ass. He can whoop Bruce Lee's ass because first Bruce Lee throws a kick at him. It was like best three out of two. You know, who who can fall on the floor, who can get somebody down on the floor. Mm-hmm. Bruce Lee kicks Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt falls on the floor. He said, do that again. Brad Pitt moves out of the way, grabs Bruce Lee, and just throws him to a fucking car. Boom. Dense, it was like the lead car in the movie. Dents the fucking doors in the car. Boom. Bruce Lee gets back up and he's about to like whoop his ass. Then uh, somebody cuts in and hey, you got to stop this. Look what you fucking did. So and that was just all a flashback, man. The movie was I, I really enjoyed it, man. I put it in. Uh, I put it as number three out of my top three. Out of Tarantino. Tarantino movie. Number one is Inglorious Bastard. Okay, what's number two? Uh, I'm stuck between Pulp Fiction and. Um, Damn, there was another movie that I threw in there. Damn, there was another fucking movie. I really can't remember it right now. From Dust Till Dawn? That's not his movie. Oh, that's Robert Rodriguez. That's not his movie. Oh, I was thinking Death Proof. As top three? Nah, I'm thinking. That I, did I pick Death Proof? I don't know if I picked that. I'm trying to remember. Not what was Kill that? Bill or Reservoir Kill Dogs? Bill. Yeah. Kill Bill. Kill Bill 1, not 2. Kill Bill 1. So it's uh, Inglorious, Kill Bill, and then this movie. Mm. Those are my top three uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. He only made nine, so that's why I'm like, I leave it at three, not five. What would yours be if you had to pick on the spot, Kev? One would also be Inglorious Bastards. That's my, definitely my favorite from him. Um Shit, yeah. I think Kill Bill and Pulp Fiction would be my third. Pulp Fiction, yeah. Actually, um, Pulp Fiction would be my second. Kill Bill would be my third. I why? really like Pulp Fiction. Do you like the 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 way that the story was told? Have you ever seen when A and E put the 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 shit in sequence? <laughs> no. They 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 do that sometimes. They yeah, put the I actual shit in sequence. 
It's not as good, man. <laughs> it's not as good. It's because not to be told. It's not that supposed way. to be in. Yeah, because you're relieved. Really, you're like already shown stuff. Yeah, it's just for me. Pulp Fiction just flows so well. It's just the way perfect, that is. Yeah, perfect uh, entertainment. There's not one dull moment. Like it's just mm-hmm. pure entertainment. Mm. How about you, uh, Death Proof. I do like that movie a lot, mainly because. Do you like Death Proof Kurt over Russell, man? Huh? Do you like Death Proof over um, Zombie Apocalypse? What is uh, it called? Planet Terror. Planet, Planet Terror. Terror. Do you like it over Planet Terror? I do. Yeah, Planet Terror is okay. Mm. I just couldn't get over the fact that it was like real jokey with inside the violence, with inside of horrible. Uh, I think like, they just really special leaned. effects. And they leaned into that really, and it's like you didn't have to. Yeah, they leaned into that that one leg thing, the one leg gun thing. (laughs) Like, to be honest, I I wanted to watch the movie because of that. It didn't Uh, come out the way you thought, did it? Because I thought it was going to be a little bit more, you know. Yeah. She didn't use it as much as I thought she was. Which was I like the fact that she used the grenade thing to launch herself into the air with uh, with (laughs) with her foot, with her gun foot. Yes. With an AR, which is pretty funny, because if I was really anti-gun, I would show some shit like that. If I want to be a joke, look at this, look at this terrorist. What are they doing to women? <laughs> look at this look terrorist. And <laughs> <laughs> you saying that ARs are not <laughs> weapons of mass destruction? Uh, she lifted herself out of the air, into the air. Now, death proof. <laughs> um, the Spanish chick that did the dance in the beginning is not the chick that does the machine gun, is she? No, 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 no. Different actors. Two different right? movies. Well, I saw both of them at the same time. I had one of those uh, where it was double showing. Yeah, that's the way that they're supposed to be seen. That's the way they're supposed to be seen. The double feature. Yeah. Yeah. They're supposed to be a grindhouse movie, but I don't like the fact that they're selling them separately. Yeah, it should be together. They should be together. Like, you should literally be, like, one movie. Like, the movie starts, like, whatever they pick, Planet Terror. Mm Mm-hmm. And then literally the next movie starts after exactly. the credits. Like the credits should definitely be uh-huh. like that, yeah. Because you can't watch one without the other. Or you do like an intermission. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the way they were shown in, in the movie, in. man. Yeah. Um, even the fucking... Yo, where do you guys put Hateful Eight in Quentin Tarantino's movie? Because that's number that's, nine for me, Yeah, bro. that's at the bottom. <laughs> that's oh, number why? nine. Why? 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 Dude, I, bro. Well, okay, put it like this. Which movie would go below Hateful Eight? Quentin Tarantino movie. What movie would go below it, huh? Because, man, I can't... That That is, like, his worst movie. Even... Why? What's that movie that he Why? did with uh, Woody no, Harrelson? Um... What's that movie that he did with Woody Harrelson? Actually, maybe Jackie Brown? Oh, shit. Um, that's not that's not number there. four, bro. Don't go there, guys. That's my number four. I, I happen to like that movie. Yeah, that's my number four movie for Quentin. <laughs> well, you gotta hide <laughs> it. Got man. a bunch of headlights, man. So, which movie? Which movie would go below Hateful Eight? I don't feel like it should be that far down there, though, man. So, Fuck. but then that means there has to be another movie that's at the bottom. All right, so there is um, no. What about the one I was talking about? Source Code. That's not Tarantino. No. What? Are you serious? You th- I thought that was. You think that's his style? I thought. Dude, look at all his step- movies. No, I'm saying I thought that it was one of the times that he was stepping out of that whole uh, no. violent thing. What? No. So Jackie Brown, Pulp Fiction. Kill Bill 1 and 2. Kill Bill 1 and 2. Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs, Dogs, which is not going to go below 
Hateful Eight. Oh, why is he Django Unchained? True, True yeah, Romance. No That's the movie that I was trying to think of. True Romance, uh, Natural Born Killers. Ah, that can go below Hateful Eight. Wait, those are Tarantino. Those yeah. aren't Tarantino. The, oh, he wrote he wrote uh, Natural Born Killers. I think. Which one did he? I know there was one that he just wrote that he just wrote. He never directed. No, it was uh, True Romance. He wrote that movie. He didn't direct it. This so, was directed by Tony Scott. Is that being considered like part of the uh, Quentin Tarantino verse? No, I don't think so. No, it's just the movies he directed. Yeah. Oh, Four Rooms. I don't think I saw that fucking movie. I never seen it. I never saw it either. You can throw that under there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just do that, man. I just dude, did. I totally I just did. fucking forgot that? about that movie, man. He directed that. Let me see. How was Four Rooms about? What the people are talking yeah. Four Rooms. Directors: Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, Allison Andrews, and Alexandra Rockwell. It's supposed to be like a. I have to watch this movie. Edgar Allan Poe poem. Also, oh, it's like a whole uh, a different bunch of uh, movies put together. Like, uh, is it like no, one of those? No, I'm asking. Like, is that what it's supposed to be like? Because I remember reading a, uh, a poem by Edgar Allan Poe in my emo phase about four rooms. Uh, no, it was about different colors. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe it was like different four rooms. It was cool. It's different. No, but that's not one of the no, no, but that's not one of the movies that directed. directed. The movies he directed was Reservoir Dogs, then Pulp Fiction, then Jackie Brown, then Kill Bill One and Two, then Death Proof, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, The Hateful Eight, and Once Upon a Time. Oh, so it was eight movies, not nine. No, no, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's actually ten movies. Oh, for real? Oh, then he's done because he said that he wanted to do ten. Um. So okay. So I'll throw. uh, I'll leave whatever movie Pat just described. Below uh, Hateful Eight, man. You gotta watch the movie. Nah, nah man. No, nah, dude. You can't I just, just did it, bro. <laughs> I just did it, bro. You can't nah, you're do it. So, you're right, you're so right. according to I just did that shit, bro. According to Rotten Tomatoes, mm. that's his lowest reviewed movie is uh Hateful Eight. <laughs> according to Metacritic, that's also his lowest scoring movie. Dude, I, I remember so watching that movie. Crazy. I thought it was crazy as fuck. Dude, I just remember watching that movie. Walking out of theater and just being like, mm. horrible, feeling horrible, right? Yeah, just being like, <laughs> yeah. what happened? He said, how you feel? I'm like, I don't know, man. Because here's Being the different. thing. Yeah, because here's the thing. I felt better before I went in there. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. So you really don't want to be like, yeah, you, you don't want to be like, uh, it's a bad movie. Because then you start to think like, maybe I missed something, you know? Maybe I missed something in it. But then when you sleep on it and then you wake up, you're like, nah, I didn't miss nothing. Yo, no. Nah, that shit is trash, cool dog. Shit. There was a bunch of good shit. First off, it was so heavy on the racism. It was smacking. So that's what you need? That's what gets you off? That's your jollies? what was getting me off? Santa Man? (laughs) They were focusing more on like how racist it was versus like how badly Kurt Russell beat the fuck out of that woman in the the stagecoach ride. Mm -hmm. They didn't really ever talk about any of that. Kurt Russell was in this movie too. Yeah, Kurt Russell, he's fucking awesome. Kurt Russell's awesome in the fucking movie, man. Again, this is, yo, I think this is the first movie, Quentin Tarantino movie that Samuel Jackson wasn't in. He wasn't it, man. He was the dude that was talking all this shit. No, about I'm talking it. about uh, Hollywood. I don't remember seeing Sam Samuel in oh, this the movie. movie at all. Maybe he was a character with like makeup on. 
Because I believe he did say he wanted him in every one of his movies, didn't he? Yeah, even yeah, you know, he was in um, he was in Inglorious Bastards as the narrator. Mm-hmm. Wow, he narrated Go- Inglorious Bastards, but I don't think he was in this movie. Shit, man, that's crazy, man. It's, pre- uh, it's unprecedented. Um, watch, movie. watch me find out like he was he was in the background or some bullshit. Maybe they used his house some way or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but yeah, man, I I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't want to tell you to watch that movie again because that movie is fucking long, man. Which one? Hateful Eight. But uh, I have seen it. I can't over believe you like and it. Over but you know, I can't believe that you do like and it. It's also because like you because like that Valerian. You like Valerian. So the fact that you like that movie, this right here is in your wheelhouse. Look, man, I like uh, Masters of the Universe also. That doesn't mean anything. Nah, that's totally different. And you know what else I like? I like. I like uh, uh, big I like, butts. I like Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Ooh, nice segue. segue. Whoa, problem, whoa! And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the segue into our <laughs> main topic of the yeah. night. He's on fire! Wow! Will Ferrell. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about what is our favorite, or what do we think is the best Will Ferrell movie? Yes. There's a lot to choose from. That fucker is in everything, man, in a wide variety, right? There's uh, he has an action movie. He's got some serious kind of uh, borderline drama, depressing kind of movies, yeah. right? He's got movies that are just fully in Spanish, Casa de mi Padre. Yeah. Uh, you know, I watched that and I didn't feel it. That's racist. You know, I didn't feel it. Why didn't you feel subtitles. it? Subtitles. Too many times. Um, subtitles. You don't watch. You don't watch Netflix with it's subtitles. Too heavy. On? It's heavy, man. <laughs> it's heavy, man. Look it's at heavy. his face. He thinks it's heavy. They talk so quickly. It's heavy, oh, man. They no. talk so quickly, man. Too but many, yo, too I many think Mexicans. I have to read so many words. I'm like, ah. I'm like, that's my the thing about. But like, that's ah, the thing about Will Ferrell. Though. What are they saying? Like, <laughs> the fact that Will, we know Will Ferrell, and we know him for being funny. That adds to it because it's like this dude doesn't know how to speak Spanish. That means that there's somebody on the side. It's just, it gets you thinking like there's somebody on the side who's coaching them how yeah, to speak, yeah. who to say these fucking words and shit like that, which makes it all the funnier. You want to be there on set as they're doing this fucking movie. <laughs> there should be a documentary just on like making a Spanish movie when nobody on your fucking set knows how to speak Spanish. That's that's uh, is that a thing? That actually happens? I that, mean, has, like, that has to happen like it from... It happened in that particular movie. That but, has to happen from like, I would say, different languages trying to make American movies or something like that. Well, I know they did that for... Have you ever uh, seen Jackie Robert Chan movies? Robert Downey Jr. with uh, Sherlock Holmes. What? Have you ever seen Jackie Chan movies? when uh, Like the old ones that oh, he used to do? No. And you see their lips look like they're speaking English. But it's, but it's, it's, it's probably so bad that they were just like... Now we got to redub this. It's a dub. Man. Yeah, it's a fucking dub. Like, like the editor's <laughs> putting the movie together and he just looks at the director like, yo, no one, no one's going to understand this. Yeah, shit. dude. And it's like, whoa. I'm like, whoa, what is going on? But you know what? After like 15 minutes, you just like, this is it. This but you is know what's, what's crazy is that they don't find an actor that speaks English to redub it. They still get a guy with an accent yeah. to be like, oh, no, Jackie, don't do that. Yeah, I'm man. Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> Keep it in the family, boys. <laughs> gotta keep that shit in the family. Um, don't you guys don't know that you gotta support each other, right? So who wants to go first on their uh, favorite Will Ferrell movie? Yeah, uh, who's gonna go first? Uh, I'll go. Uh, I'll go first because I, like, uh, I feel like I feel like this movie really 
it turned him into something else. Blossom. And All right, like, but you got to sell it. You got to sell why this is like the a little, best like a little Will tree movie. turned into a big, a bigger tree. Uh, all right, so my pick is uh, old school. Ooh. Uh, it's probably also dating me. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty classic, old, man. right? Um, but it's a great movie because uh, it's basically about a bunch of old <laughs> middle aged guys uh, that are kind of like going through the midlife crisis, and they decide to turn their friends uh, home into that's a frat real house. close to a to a campus yeah. to a frat house. And like one of his other friends is like a real estate, real estate, uh, whatever, right? It was at uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn was like the real estate whatever mogul of uh, Luke Wilson, who's the main character. That straight around. shooter, but really the movie's about <laughs> fucking Will Ferrell's. Every scene he's in, mm-hmm. he takes the scene. Oh yeah. If he's not, if he's talking, takes the scene. If he doesn't talk, he's the, he's there. He's like a dominating yeah. presence. For in the, the people scene. who who have who've seen this movie, uh, you want a fresh take on that shit. Listen to the director's commentary of that fucking movie, and I guarantee it, you're gonna fucking love that movie again because they were talking. They were talking scenes about Will Ferrell just. Being naked on set, and he said, "Yeah, man, uh, you have a conversation with him at catering, and then you turn around, you turn back around, this guy just be naked in his underwears, and you're like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> he says, what the fuck is going on? He said, yeah, oh, I got to do this scene, I'll be naked. He said, do you, do you really <laughs> be naked? It is. It's in his contract. <laughs> I literally heard every uh, movie he's in, he has to be shirtless, where he shows a scar. And if you look at every movie, I guess that what's that? What's that scar from? Scar. Like. He got his uh, pancreas, uh, something taken out. Something. Something's not there. Appendix. It's appendix, or that, possibly. Um, what else? Uh, and then also, you know, he has, I've never heard any other movie be quoted more in my life than old school. That might have just been the people that I was hanging out with. But um, no, that movie was quoted a lot. Even after now, Wait, I, hear, I got a question. I hear quotes now. Did you see that movie in theaters? Yes, I did. Mm. You see, I regret that. That's what. That's one of the questions that uh, I want to ask people when we do another con. Like, what movie would you like to see? I was dying laughing. Like, ah. what movie would you like to see uh, in theaters that you miss on the first go around? Because that movie was one of the movies that, when it was in theaters, didn't see it, didn't want to see it. And as soon as it was released on DVD, a buddy of mine's had it, and I was like, "Man, this is fucking funny!" And I just kept on rewatching it, man. Just kept on rewatching that movie. That's one of those really yeah, fucking I agree. good movies. I watched movie. the fuck out of it too. Yeah. You? <clears throat> I watched and the, it wasn't just the booby parts. Oh, the whole thing about the orgy <laughs> thing was pretty fucking funny, man. And the fact that uh the director <laughs> And that's how they started. Yeah. The director that's how they start that's how they let you know as an audience member, hey, this is the very beginning. This is the the first part of what the fuck Dude. is gonna unfold. So like and it doesn't get less than that. It only goes Everything gets higher, right? Yeah. Everything. The risk gets higher. The fucking his his life like well, was it his wife with the other life? Was like, it his wife or was it his fiance it his, or something? Um, his girlfriend? I think it was just his girlfriend that was Yo, the, living the fact right? that was she was she was smoking a cigarette. She was talking to him about like, oh, you know, I'm doing this kind of oh, stuff. Come on, baby. And when she uh, blew out the cigarette, she blew it out from the, like the side of her mouth. She went. She blew out from the side of her mouth because he was standing right in front of her. It was fucking hilarious, man. And then he sees her later on, and oh, there was a dude who was late to the to the to the gangbang. First, it was an orgy, but then it turned into a gangbang because yeah, then the guy said, "Oh, the I'm, I'm here for the gangbang kind of thing." I think that's the director. Yeah, it is. 
as a director because he was he was in another movie that he directed and he was trying to lick somebody's feet. Uh, Euro, not Euro Trip, <laughs> Road Trip. Yeah, I remember that. And there was a girl who was uh, she was feet. sitting on she was on a bus, and uh, her feet was just dangling. And you see him like real close to her feet, and he was smelling her feet. And he, he he about to do the little tongue thing, and then she wakes up and he's like, "Oh, yeah, so so sorry, so sorry." <laughs> dude, he's a he's in the aisle. Right? Yeah, he's, he's in, in the, the aisle, aisle man. Dude, that dude. If he, I don't know if he, I don't know if he does that for all his oh movies, but God, playing man. the creep who, who does that kind of shit, it's fucking hilarious, man. And he's he's always dressed up the same kind of way. He has those like uh, the aviator type rimmed glasses. Oh, here he is, Todd Phillips. Yeah, right. Yeah, Todd Phillips. That's his name. Oh, he directed that? He also directed uh, The Hangover. Yeah. And in The Hangover, he's in the elevator eating out the girl. When the elevator door is open, yeah. he gets up and he's and like... He's the same guy. And he's like, we're going, we're going up, guy, guys. And man. they're like, yeah, us too. And then they get in and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, so he does that for all his movies, man? Yo. Uh, oh, wait. He's, he's directing Joker. He's directing Joker. He's not gonna throw himself in that movie though. Uh, uh yeah. He's probably the guy sleeping with uh, the Joker's mom. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah, man. This dude is fucking hilarious, man. And Will Ferrell, yo. Uh, that whole scene where Will Ferrell finally drinks for the first time. He's talking oh, about uh, Frank the Tank, man. When he's when he's talking about going to Frank, Home Depot don't, don't. and shit, he says, "Oh, yeah. oh we're gonna go to Home Depot." Like, and oh stuff yeah, like. yeah, yeah, he's gotta go to Home Depot. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, like, well, we got a bunch of lights. We're gonna talk about. I don't know if we have enough time. It, yo, he got so excited time. when he said that. I don't know if we have enough because it was like the he's gonna do one. He's gonna do one. I've had that conversation before when you're getting excited, but the music is also loud, so you start to yell. Like I don't know, if, I don't know if we have enough time, kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so fucking yo. That's the thing about Will Ferrell. Man. Just he's just like he's so like everyday humor kind of shit. It's not like stuff that um you would bring up in a story when you're talking about somebody, but it's something that if you were there and you saw it happen, you would be fucking dying laughing because that whole thing about the oh I don't know we're going to Home Depot and see if we can pick up some wood and but stuff. But he's just like still that. there hanging out. They're like oh yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. Oh my god, dude. you want a shot? You want a shot? <laughs> I do one. He gonna do one. He gonna do one. <laughs> and then that was a funnel. It wasn't even a shot, man. Oh right? yeah. And he's like, Frank Dunn. Once it touches your Frank lips. Dunn. That's another one of those those things where people say, It's, it's so, so good. good. It's, it's so, so good. good. Once it touches your lips. <laughs> and he was sober for a long time. It's his wife, man. His wife uh Well yeah, that was why he was working on the engine and his car and all that. I think Work. that was their subtle way of like like saying like marriage is misery. <laughs> you think so? To try to get uh, get our generation out of uh, marrying, which it has because not a lot of people are marrying. That's population our, control, man. All good. That's what you think? Yeah, for sure. You th- wait a minute. You think that because people are not married, they're not fucking? No, no. I'm saying that people are not getting married, but they're still fucking. People are still fucking. I know that. I mean, you're That's you're an advocate. You're you're a lobbyist for people fucking without condoms, aren't you? You sure. and uh, you too, Kevin. I support life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You guys are advocates for non-condoms. That's true. It's very true. Oh, you're not even going to deny true. it. Uh, no, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking animals. Well, man. Hey, uh, you know, you, you point in the Bible where it doesn't tell you to keep on fucking. Oh, oh okay. And I thought you were going to say you. There's nothing about condoms in the Bible. There no. has to be. There's sheepskin and Safe. shit, but that's not, even, that's not even anything. 
They were fucking sheepskins, bro. It's poor bastards. And the poor <laughs> women that had to get that inside them. Sorry. Just Sponges, my dick. Man. Just my dick. That's it. Oh, okay. You don't need a condom. That's Satan. That's Satan. <laughs> Satan agreed with the condom. Uh, oh, anyways, man. Can back... you imagine going to church? That's, that's what that thing is? Yo, that's, Satan. That's hell. Hell is like, yo, you can fuck anyone, but you're always going to fuck with the condom. Always with the condom. Always with the condom. Misery, dude. If you take off the condom, it's oh, wait, just wait, another no, one no, just no. appears. It's, it's, you're always going to fuck with the condom, and mm. there's already cum in the condom. No, and it's you're like, using an old and one. it's like, yo, it's the you thickest use, condom. It's the <laughs> thickest condom, so you don't feel shit. From like the 1920s, right? Like, <laughs> oh my god, it's an eraser it's, head. It's a PVC pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's the a, worst, dog. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's literally like a popsicle. One of those uh, you put in the fridge. It's one of those. What <laughs> 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 the fuck pop. am I gonna do with this? Push pop. <laughs> Uh, oh, my Pat, what God. about you? Uh, my movie of choice is going to be The Other Guys. Um, some people say that is underrated, and I agree. Because uh, this movie has a, a whole bunch of gems from uh, from Will Ferrell's uh, dialogue collection. There's uh, I'm going to play you a scene here where... Uh, the scene where uh, Mark, Wahlberg's, Mark Wahlberg walks... Into the office, and they're gonna have a, a conversation about tunas versus uh, lions. Just take a just take a listen. You know what I just did? I just walked out that door, saw a couple detectives, and I was about to start bad mouthing you behind your back. But I stopped myself because my pops taught me that a man who talks behind somebody's back is a coward. <laughs> wow, I actually appreciate that. Good, because I'm gonna tell you directly to your face. No, you don't have to. No, I don't like you. <laughs> I think you're a fake cop. The sound of your piss hitting the urinal? It sounds feminine. Mm-hmm. If we were in the wild, I would attack mm. you. Even if you weren't in my food chain, I would go out of my way to attack you. If I were a lion and you were a tuna, I would swim out in the middle of the ocean and freaking eat you. And then I'd bang your tuna girlfriend. Okay, first off, a lion swimming in the ocean? Lions don't like water. If you'd placed it near a river or some sort of fresh water source, that makes sense. But you find yourself in the ocean, 20-foot waves, I'm assuming it's off the coast of South Africa, coming up against a full-grown 800-pound tuna with his 20 or 30 friends, you lose that battle. You lose that battle nine times out of 10. And guess what? You've wandered into our school of tuna, and we now have a taste of lion. We've talked to ourselves. <laughs> We've communicated. I said, you know what? <laughs> lion tastes good. Let's go get some more lion. We've developed a system and to establish to w- a beachhead oh. and aggressively hunt you and your family. Mark Wahlberg. And we oh, will yeah? corner your, your pride, your children, your How offspring. How are you going to do that? Yeah. We will construct a series of breathing apparatus with kelp. We will be able to trap certain amounts of oxygen. It's not going to be days at a time, but hour, hour 45, no problem. That will give us enough time to figure out where you live, go back to the sea, get more oxygen, and then stalk you. You just lost your own game. You're outgunned and outmanned. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. <laughs> Dog, this movie has everything, man. It has, uh, it has Will Ferrell at his best, man. I think this was uh, Will Ferrell's last great movie. Because uh, that Sherlock Holmes movie was, uh, didn't see it, but uh, I heard bad things. And I'm Holmes like, nah. Holmes and Watson or whatever? Holmes and Watson. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I heard it was 
pretty terrible. But this movie right here, I was dying for part two for this movie. But he made a fucking part two. He made two other movies, uh, Stepdad and Stepdad 2. When he could have just made another other guys with Mark Wahlberg and it would have been another fucking classic. This is Will Smith. This is Will Smith. This is Will Ferrell's last great uh, comedy. I thought, That's why I picked uh, this movie because this movie is like high is hugely underrated. It's it's funny, man. It has everything. Uh, you know what it is? It's uh, the the curse of uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh shit! You think Mark Wahlberg is the reason why uh, this movie didn't make it? You know, uh, I've thought about a lot of the movies you guys showed me mm-hmm. of Mark Wahlberg in it, and some of them are out of the out of the park, right? Like Shooter, out of the park, um, Big Hit. Out of the park? No. I like Big Hit. His breakout role, but not out of the park movie. Was no. that his breakout? No, his breakout hit. His breakout hit was Fear. Primal Fear. No, no, no pr- fear. It's just Fear. That's the one where he gets stabbed and weird. weird. Remember, weird. Weird. Not a, that was the. That's what caused the curse. Ah, see that that <laughs> that, one? that horrible reaction that one of, is of what somebody caused of somebody dying of getting stabbed, not dying, <laughs> getting, getting stabbed, stabbed in the back, like. taking like you, know, you just got a winded, <laughs> got winded. <laughs> Taking a breath in. How are you breathing in? <laughs> you want to hold on? You want to hold? Press up against the wall like I'm a little windy. I just got stabbed back there. Give <laughs> me a second. I'm constipated. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think he's cursed, man. Because uh, so the big hit, one of his. Um, I don't know because Philadelphia Eagles, right? That did good. No, Mark Wahlberg puts out he's, a lot of movies, man. Yeah, because there was that movie uh, that he did a what twelve Brothers? strong or something. Twelve strong, where he was supposed to it Transformers. Was supposed to, the bad ones. Yeah, it's curse. Well, are they the bad that. ones? But like a he lot also of did watch the Fighter, movies. and was nominated for an Oscar. Mm. Hit or miss, right? But right. when he misses, it's <laughs> when he misses, he misses. Like it's bad. like his. But I think that's that, that's what everybody, man. Like everybody's like a hit or a miss. Now, the the fighter movie. Um, Christopher Christian Bell was in that movie, correct? Yeah, that movie was great because of Christian Bell. Yeah, <laughs> we could say that. Dude, Christian Bell no, won you the say Oscar. That. He won the Oscar you can for say that, that role. Yeah. Do you think Mark Wahlberg would ever win? Do you think Will Ferrell or Mark Wahlberg would ever be nominated or no for a what a dramedy? No, <laughs> for for an Oscar. If uh, somehow he gets like see, a Lord of the Rings, maybe. Oh, you got to expect the problem. <laughs> if, if he you, gets uh, like one of those where it's like he might a, get one of those lifetime, fucking, those lifetime ones. No, man. If he ever gets in like a really good <coughs> drama, like um, Robin Williams when he did that, uh, what was it, the Final Cut? Where he's, oh, you're uh, talking about eight millimeter or the millimeter way? Which one are you talking about? 24 the twenty four hour photo? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm uh, probably wrong, no, right? That one's horrible. You didn't like it. It was rough. <laughs> it was it was rough to watch. It was rough because it was like, yo, that's legit what happens. Like, people get obsessed with stuff. With people taking and pictures they start and collecting shit? things. And then before you know it, they have a collage of what you're all about, who you are. They follow you. They start making their own photos of you. Um, <clears throat> it was no, his anniversary no, of, it's, uh, it's of his cut. death. It's when he's a... Uh, what? It was an anniversary of Robin Wait, Williams' death. He's dead, bro? Robin Williams? You talking about Will Ferrell? He's dead, bro? Robin Williams is dead. I'm joking. Passed. It's a horrible. God rest his soul. He's a brilliant uh, comedian. Sad to hear that he was 
Yeah, he was feeling down, man. It just sucks, man. Yeah, but, but what, it happens. Um, yeah, so I don't, th- I don't know if Will Will Ferrell will ever get like. Um, <clears throat> I don't feel that he's ever going to get nominated for an Oscar. Or I know, Fisher King, that was what he got. But no, comedians get that shit, man. Another comedian that um, you talking about? Uh, Jamie Foxx got it. Jamie Foxx got an Oscar. Yeah, man. Multiple uh, Oscars. I Jimmy Carrey. Right? Jimmy Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey, my bad. Jimmy Carrey. Jim Carrey got an Oscar. And what did he get the Oscar for? Uh, the Grinch, right? Ooh, no. <laughs> Shit, what did he get the Oscar for? I want to say Man on the Moon. Dude, you know, I miss the old school MT. I miss giving a shit about award shows. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense or no? Giving a shit about award, award shows. shows. Yeah, well, you like, know, I, remember I, when I do. I was little, I was like, oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch this shit so I can talk about it and I can. Cause Whatever. you you gave a fuck about that's back in the day when we used to give a fuck about like MTV and shit like that. Yeah, man. I think they're about to have their award show next week or something. And the only thing I'm the only reason I care about it a little bit is just because, um, because of this podcast. That's that's mostly, but that's not even a lot. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, and and on top of that, uh, a buddy of ours who we went to AI with is getting nominated for Latin Music Video Awards. So. I put in my vote like three or four times wow. for his music video. He got uh, the video with Bad Bunny and Drake. He did that video. And he's getting nominated for it. So hopefully he wins or shit. He probably already did. Maybe that shit already passed. And I just just didn't care, man. Dog, he, on Facebook, he says, yo, hey, vote for me. So I voted for him. Right. And he stopped posting up that shit. So I don't know if he won or not. Uh, okay, well, maybe he did. Hopefully he did. Hopefully. You know what? It's like I don't even care enough to just check. I just hope he did it. Like that's as far as dude. There's a lot of things going on, you know. (laughs) There's a lot of things going on in my life. If he's listening to this, we're sorry. Yeah. (laughs) For now, for non, bro, we're sorry. Uh, He got nominated for uh, Jim Carrey. Got nominated. I know we're supposed to be talking about uh, Will Ferrell, but we're 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 on a tangent. Uh, Oh, Truman Show. Oh, that's what he wanted for? A Golden Globe. He won for Truman Show and Man on the Moon. He got nominated in 2004 for uh, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, which was a good movie. I don't I don't know if it stand the test of time, though. I Because mean, there's a lot of movie, but here's the thing. At the time when it came out, it was a good movie. It was a different movie. It was different. And but it nowadays, also, it there's a lot of people. in love with, uh, what's her face? Um, <clears throat> that, that woman who was in the Kate movie. Kate Winslet. Is that her? I think so. She's a Titanic chick, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Gorgeous chick, man. I really, forgot really that was... Beautiful. I thought she was... I forgot and that she was in there. so nice, man. You're, you're so nice, Kate. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was a cool movie because the, uh, the visual effects they had on it I thought were really interesting, like uh, when they were dissolving the memory. Well, I don't think he's ever won an Oscar, And though. how everything's anyways uh, breaking apart. So old school, mm-hmm. boobies... Galore! There was the joke about when they were throwing off the center blocks off of the uh, the roof of the church. Oh, and his tattoo! <laughs> ah, right. This this one, like Luke Wilson talking about, like, this one side is secured directly to your penis, right? And then Will Ferrell comes out and he's like, Damn. he's like, look yelling at them oh, and yeah. looking at them and shit, man, dude, that shit. I was dying laughing because like, dude, there were people gotten, who knew that fucking speech. If you've ever gotten hazed, wait, there's another that thing. Kind of speech done. There's somebody. This, other than that movie being quoted, Quentin Tarantino movies were quoted constantly, dude. I'm they talking about 
Oh, I can't tell you one line, but people used to shout that fucking biblical script that Quint that uh, oh, Samuel Jackson Samuel, used yeah. to say. Dude, I remember being in fucking school, and what you just that? tell people, "Yo, what's that line? What's is it? What's that biblical thing? Uh, uh, what's that a uh, scripture from uh, from Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction?" And people would just shout that shit out, line for fucking line. Or dude. how about the Grand Royale when uh, when he's at, um, he's explaining to Samuel Jackson uh, the the. The McDonald's burgers in France. Oh like, yeah, they call dude. that a Royale with cheese, and I remember all that. Yeah, man, dude, he that his movies used to get quoted a fucking lot. Is man. it his movies or is it Samuel Jackson? No, nah, not only Samuel Jackson because that Grand Royale, that's a, a John Travolta. Yeah, I'm trying to remember oh, anything shit, from Re- Reservoir Dogs that people used to quote. Oh, uh, people used to quote that whole little like, oh what. I'm like talking into that your ear, kind of shit. Are, are you gonna bite, little doggy? That whole yeah. People used to say, yeah, man. People used to quote a lot of movies back in the day, man. People don't. Well, not a lot of people are watching these movies that we we deem as classics anymore. Remember, you were talking about like They're people were not a. Uh, you said people like our generation used to look back on the other generation mm-hmm. and being like, damn, that's. Pretty like, fucking dope. Yeah, we appreciate the older generation. We see what our generation was influenced, mm-hmm. but now the new generation doesn't see that. Yeah, like, I they, think they, they just they find it you know, into different maybe, things. You know, they, what it is? Like, seriously, uh, they got rid of all the <coughs> music appreciation in class in school. Like, how many kids didn't get that great parent that had listened to all these other types? Of Something about listening to records and shit like that, and like going having to pull out like. Like cassettes or something like that, it makes it an experience, you know what I mean? Compared to now when I can just go on Spotify and just listen to like mm-hmm. like old school shit. Just having like a record and just playing it, it's a lot of it's I'm a fan of activities and shit like that. So if I had to do like activity in order to like play a, a song, play a record or something like that, it's pretty fucking dope compared to like It's that journey you have to take to yeah. discover something. Mm-hmm. But also, I think it's also, I think we're now going into a renaissance. Mm. I think um, you look at the movies from the 70s, and there were movies in the 60s that influenced the 70s. But then you look at the 80s. I think the 80s was like that revolution of like, like you look at the teen movies from the 80s. Mm-hmm. There are no movies from the 70s that influenced the 80s movies. Like that was like the first of their kind. Yeah. But then you look at the 90s, and it's like, okay, the 80s definitely influenced those 2000s were definitely influenced by the 90s, but now I think we're reaching that point again where it's like it's a new revolution where it's like mm. new directors, new talent, new acting, new music. Yeah. New technology. I think, I think yeah. more things nowadays are influenced by just like what's happening now kind of new stuff. New money. And what's what's people really talking what about now? Like people what people are talking about now like just like a, a, a pill or a kill. King pill. Peel. Which one's the director? Key? Peel. Jordan Peel. Peel, like he, you know, his movies are <laughs> <laughs> the short guy. The short one. Well, you know, his the movies are about Obama. like the his movies are about like uh racial injustice, but it's like it's not surface, you know what I mean? But it's his, like it's, but his it's movies horror. are very different. Like yeah. you can't <laughs> find an influence. It's like, yo, his movies are the first of its kind. Yeah. Like name another movie that can, you can compare to get out. Can't. Well, some people compare that to uh, Rear Window. No. What? With Shia LaBeouf. 
That's not Rear well, some Window. Some people say, You're "What's the name of that movie uh, with Disturbia that was influenced by yeah. Rear Window?" What was that movie with uh, the Stepford Wives or something like that? Some people say the Stepford Wives are probably that movie, but it's totally different. Like if you if you try to go for beat by beat, beat beat by beat. If you go try to go for beat by beat, is what I'm trying to say. Or how about us? Us is to, yeah. Us is uh, totally a totally different, different take. Yeah, nobody's even, ever even talked about yeah. the concept of having duplicates or doppelgangers. Doppelganger, yeah. <clears throat> Living in the ground. Mm-hmm. Living underground. Yeah, you know, it, you know what it gives me a vibe of watching his movies. Doesn't make sense. It, it watching his movies That's and watching the guy who made uh, Midsummer and stuff like that. It gives me the same kind of vibe. The movies are totally different. But it gives me the same kind of vibe of when I watch like the faculty and shit like that. Like this is a new kind of like horror movie, you know what I mean? Like the faculty, uh what other movie that came out? There was like a whole bunch of movies that came out about like kids uh in high school who are just getting tormented and shit like that. Uh scream and shit like that. These yeah. are whole different and it was like we were in school, even I though I would never go summer. Yeah. Even though I didn't go to these fucking schools like that, but it's you still got that feel like, damn, you know what I mean? Some strange shit could just pop off, you know what I'm saying? And since I watched that movie, I know what to do. You know, what I'm like maybe that's why yeah. these fucking teachers they're are so over. weird. Yeah, and you know, like they're taking over kind of shit. But and these no, movies, these new drunk. movies, are like they they deal with you on that kind of level of like maybe I'm not weird for thinking shit is weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe shit's weird because things are changing and and people are just going with the flow. But it's like, nah, you're not supposed to go with the flow because this is not supposed to be happening. Kind of shit. Kind of shit. You know what I felt like it was? It was like um, when I when we were in school. Mm. I don't know if you guys felt like this either, but like the generations that were teaching us, mm. if it, my immediate teacher wasn't like young, youthful, mm. they were extremely old and like so old they were beyond their prime communication to uh, the kids. Mm. Does that make sense? Like yeah. the stuff they would talk about is so ancient as far as like knowledge, right? It didn't really click with me because they were like, too why distant. Am I even, yeah, like so, like beyond anything that we were actually interested in or was going on. You know it was saying? it was beyond con- like their their method of explaining things was beyond our comprehension because it was ancient. <coughs> it was yeah, it was, it too, it was too yeah. ancient. Yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely you hit the nail right on the head. And yeah. like I think like right now I think th- they're probably still going through that. I don't think that ever kind of changes because that changes with the culture of teachers that are coming in. So I guess maybe more. But no, and, it, and it's like if you talk to young people, they're gonna think the same thing of you now. Right, right. dude. At my job, dude, ninety percent are teenagers, man, and I want to fucking bash all of them over the head because I'm trying to explain shit. They're just like, hey, shut up, old man. Like. Old man, old man. I'm 46. I'll show you, old man. <laughs> wow, man. Well, you know you're uh, you're up there, Kev. Like, welcome to being a middle aged person. Are we even middle aged? Well, I mean, it's funny because they'll ask like, "What year were you born?" And when I go 86, they're like, "86." Oh my god! Like, yeah, they really dude, emphasize on bro, this shit, man. It's like the majority of these kids were born in two thousand at my job. Two thousand. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. So watch your fucking p's and q's. I've seen All the world. Cross some i's and dot some t's. If you get what I'm saying. You want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line is the one from uh, Woody Harrelson in, uh, <laughs> in uh, Zombie Land when he's like, You want to see how hard I could hit? How hard I could punch? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
The whole fucking thing, dude. There's so many things like that in there that people don't. They don't get it. No, they don't get it, dude. Oh my god, man. But so these aren't even the nineties. The, the the fact that they don't want to go back and just look, especially. I mean, I mean, maybe I can get it or not, but. I don't really like to go back to these classical movies, man. Like these white and blacks. We said it here on the podcast before. The it's fact rough. that Chris can 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 say that. Oh, I would like to go. He, he likes to. His favorite movie is like I don't know, Citizen Kane or some fucking black and white movie. There's is some like, black and white movies I could definitely like. Psycho. I would love okay, to have been there when Psycho okay, first came. Okay, out. that's 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 good. That's cool. I that's I really agree with you on that. But there's some yo man. There's some black and white movies that I'm like, nah, man. I'm not. I'm not here for it, bro. Just because it's like, oh my god, it's black and white, and sometimes the pacing is just like it's so slow. I can get it because it's like it's a different kind of. We got different pacing compared already, to back in the day. Like, These you are, already know where the story's gonna go yeah. before it gets there. I was watching that one movie with the the dude that shot people in New York. Pierce Brosnan, no. Oh, Charles Chuck Norris, Charles Bronson. When he's shooting people, Death what Wish. Was it called? Death, Death Wish. Wish. I saw where the story was going before the story got there. So uh-huh. when it did arrive there, I was kind of disappointed. Does that make sense? No, nah, no, nah, it's understand. Yo, because the movies that we grew up on are like, oh, we were fucking talking about before, like uh, Master of the Universe and uh, yeah. <laughs> American Ninja, uh, all these Bruce Lee, uh, Chuck Three, Norris, three, uh, Van Damme, uh, Going to the Future, Bruce Lee, Chuck not Norris, Bruce Lee's, uh, Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan, Under Siege, Jet Lee, all these other movies, girl. right? And then when we got to like uh, you know teenagers and uh, out of teenage years, that's when uh, like Fast and the Furious, mm. um, Transformers, all these other like Michael Bay movies, fucking Christopher Nolan movies, uh, all these different like action movies start coming out and shit, right? But now you got to think about these fucking kids, right? They grew up like they were kids when Transformers came out, right? Mm-hmm. They were kids when. The Bad Boys Two came out. That movie was so fucking fast. It was just fast. They were they were young kids when Cranked came out. That movie with uh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham, which I saw in theaters, and I was like, I was like, yo, this movie is just like it's so all over the fucking place. They it were was. so. This is their standard of like what a good action movie, junk food movie could be. What it is, and it's disgusting because that's what they grew up on. So the fact that they're going to watch these other fucking movies and our movies that we're talking about, like Breakfast Club and shit like that, I mean, that movie is fucking slow. Super and slow. of course, our movies are going to have like some bad shit about like uh, just social, just the social uh, environment is going to be wrong. Like all those movies that we liked, uh, like Pretty in Pink, the way that they treat that Asian dude, that's wrong, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking wrong. But I remember watching that shit as a little kid, not thinking anything of it, dog. Just straight up watching it, thinking like, oh, he's the nerd. It is bad the way that they're treating him, but it's because he's a nerd. I didn't think, hey, that's racist. Nobody, I don't got not like somebody who walk into a room when I'm watching something racist and be like, that's racist. That's sacrilegious. Nobody's saying that. I got nobody saying that kind of shit. So, and now they got these movies nowadays that, you know, they probably have an HR manager who's like, Dude, somebody who's an HR manager of the world now. You you go out into the world. You're basically like it's who office, would that be? office environment. Who would be the HR manager of the world? Somebody who doesn't like the fact that you're watching that kind of movie, man. They're going to be your HR manager. The internet. You doing something. You say something. They're going to be like, hey, 
You can't do that. That's wrong. You're racist for watching that. Even though they, they make you automatically racist, which is like something that I don't agree with. You're automatically this just mm. because you did this one thing. Even though uh, predating back to things that you've done and where you stand, it's like, nah, this person is not. But you're automatically sexist. You're automatically just racist just because something? you're doing, just because you watch something or you say something online. That's how far it goes. And that yeah. kind of shit, I can see how that kind of stuff happening to people, like how you can get alienated, will make you go against your your core beliefs. Because you can believe in something like, oh, I got, I believe in equal rights for everybody. I can believe in all this other kind of stuff. And then one time, you just have one fucking moment of weakness, right? You just say like, damn. Bitches be shopping. And then everybody gets on you for that shit. And you just like, oh, I was just saying it as a joke. Yeah, I was saying it as a joke. And they said, nah, you believe this. You believe this shit because of this and that. And that. You know, they just start just volleying just shit at you. Next to you know it, after that, you you got so much shit on your fucking plate. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just believe this shit now. Because if this is what everybody fucking believes that I believe in, fuck them. Come see me. Shoot a fade. <laughs> I've heard that in a long time. Yeah, <laughs> dog. Because that, yo, because that shit is. It's like it, it pisses. It yeah, pisses people shit, off, dog. Because they think just because. Because I don't know people's approach to to people online. It's not of damn. What? Oh, what's wrong? Why do you think this way? Let's let's figure it out. People's approach are, oh, you're vile. You're disgusting. I can't fucking believe it. Kind of shit. You are the reason why this thing. So this, just you're Hitler troll, kind of shit. Just trolls, man. Trolls, whatever the fuck they call them. You, you no, know, but it's a troll if it's somebody that you never heard before, right? Uh-huh. That you don't even know. Yeah. But if it's somebody that you've known, that you follow, and they follow you, and you communicated before, and then they're calling you this kind of thing, you're like, damn, they really think that I'm this kind of person just because I said this one thing? Like, fuck out of here. Like, is that them being real and genuine? Or is that just them being a shit online? You know what I think? The same thing how I was saying, like, you had this one moment of weakness and you just said this shit. That's them having the same thing. It's just it's just the opposite of that one moment of weakness. They're having this one moment of strength that they're just saying, like, oh, I see this person is weak at this point. So I'm just going to pile shit on them mm. because I know more information about this info yeah. than then rather than trying to give you information about it. They just bombard you with just insults, insults. And it's like it's a fucking it's a it's a poor way. It's antisocial. Well, it's I hate really to get antisocial. Political, but I mean, politicians kind of set the standard. They're supposed they are leaders of culture, right? Mm. When they're acting like a bunch of little bitches and calling each other names. Set the yeah, standard. man. Same thing with adults too, though, man. <laughs> like, do you remember a lot of adults back in the day, like going off the hook and shit all the time? It what was rare. Losing their shit. Oh, yeah, man. People losing their shit. Like, what do you mean? Like, just saying, what the fuck? No, that's not a problem. No, I'm talking about, like, like really talking down to somebody. That's, that's what no, they're doing but online. A lot of... So nothing like this has ever existed. Yeah. There's no way of really trying to control it because we're all like, no, fuck no, it. Because it control I think what the problem, right? yeah, that's the problem, man, because, yo, you can have a moment of weakness. And back in the day before the internet, when you had a moment of weakness, it was controlled, man. It was like. I'm having this fucking moment of weakness in my room, in my house, by myself, or just with the people who I know kind of shit. But people are just like, I don't know if they want to do it for clout. Man. Posting everything. Yeah, I don't know you if they want to do, do this shit for, for clout or they're trying to do it for anything, but it's like they're having this moment of weakness to the fucking world, dog. 
And it's like, you know what though? What it's the probably because they've doing? been doing that since they were little, man. It's that new, that uh, born in two thousand generation. Don't even, they don't even understand that you know, you don't got to do that shit. You don't have to post up everything. Certain things you can just keep to yourself. You having a fucking a moment, yo. You don't have. Everybody else doesn't have to know that you're having a moment, dude. And like, have they, y'all had like a conversation with somebody where they're like literally getting upset with you because you're not on fucking Facebook? Like, I'm not on Facebook. I don't follow anybody with any. No bullshit. one's on Facebook anymore. Like, that's how old that is. Like, yeah. So like the, this the, generation, <laughs> when you say Facebook, they're like, "Ew, you're on Facebook." So what are they on? And everything's now Instagram, Snapchat. Well, yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> uh, oh, so you're you are so the future. I am you are, the future. bro. I'm already you're, you're I'm part of ahead the of my group, time, bro. All right, Whitney. Um, but uh, I'm getting jazz right about. Uh, <laughs> All right, here about we go. He just brought it back. He went back in time. I'm, I'm getting, getting jazz. jazz. <laughs> getting jazz about not uh, being up to date with people's. Like, is it slow uh, tempo or, or is it mid tempo? About not being kept up. <laughs> it's. Uh, well, what's the what's the one called? It's a um, scat. scat. It's scat jazz. <laughs> the skeep capital boop out. I'm getting jazz. I'm getting I'm getting some 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 static. Right? Uh huh. No nah, man, go ahead. I'm stick with the jazz, static. dog. Get, stick with the jazz, man. I went like 1940s. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I'm getting uh, issues with like not being current on people's uh, timelines. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of making me really aware that I, I used to think that I had like all of this data and shit that the government has on me, but I don't think they got anything because I'm not as active as like the rest of America is. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if they have anything, no, it's like dude, a fraction. They got everything, bro. They it's got like everything fraction. on your uh, your luck dragon <laughs> paintings on Snapchat. It's like a frag. It's like a fraction of uh, of of what they have on other people, though. Like, the amount of data they must have on one person that's a fucking teenager, like an 18-year-old, has to be, like, insane. Yeah, because they have all their information. They're doing everything. They're doing everything. They're Every day, they're always, like, on something. Do you know how many kids at my job we've caught, like, doing stupid shit that they shouldn't be doing because they're posting it all over Snapchat? Like, there were kids that I had to fire because they were inside the laser tag room, like, fucking twerking and shit. And like dancing on the clock and doing all this crazy shit, and then they posted on Snapchat for the world to see. And I was like, "Oh, what's this all about?" Oh, f- yo, we got a fucking generation full of snitches. <laughs> all of them snitches, dog. <clears throat> Snitching on themselves, though, man. Yeah, yeah they posted it themselves on Snapchat. I'm like, all right, so now I know I'm paying you to fucking twerk. Is that what it is? Oh my god, man. Oh, oh my god. So you gotta go with your movie, oh. Kevin. Your Will Ferrell. That's right. Movie. We we went on a rant, but we got one more movie to go through. Sorry about that. We're uh, having an old man. So, <laughs> so this is this is what I truly believe. Mm. Will Ferrell, as amazing as he is, mm. he's his top movies, he mm. has to have that support. He okay. has to have that support. So with old school, yeah. Old school was great, but without the rest of the cast, imagine if it was just Will Ferrell and like a bunch of nobodies. Oh no. Will Ferrell right? was the nobody in that yeah. movie. Imagine the other guys, but not Mark Wahlberg. Like, Ooh. you get what I mean? It would have been hard, right? Yeah. So for my pick, I think because he had that support system, has to be Step Brothers. John C. Riley <laughs> was the f- perfect yin to his yang. Mm-hmm. Like, 
when they introduce each other and they're like, yo, call me Dragon. The other one's like, you got to call me. I forgot. Some, it was like Eagle or some shit Night like Hawk. that. Nighthawk. Like, it was so <laughs> perfect. Like, they perfectly mirrored each other. Um, also, I think the plot of that movie was just so fucking ridiculous that it's too, too many, too many. Uh, Napkins? Too many napkins. But too many <laughs> endless moments of. Just fucking ridiculousness. Uh, was it the six pack? What his brothers? Oh, his brothers, brothers six pack. The whole he say, "What's wrong with you, Kimosabi?" <laughs> it looked like you want to punch me in the face, John C. Riley's face. I was like, "Oh yeah, oh He's yeah." Stick you in Dude, he does look like he wants to punch you. In the He's like, <laughs> he had his bottom lip all jutted out. You want to punch? You look like you want to punch me in the face. <laughs> that is, dude. That was the face of somebody who does want to punch somebody, dog. Like, yeah. And it wasn't just that. <laughs> it was also the things he said, like when he was telling his wife, like, "Let's go, uh, Dane Cook, pay yeah. you twenty minutes." The fact that he's a Dane Cook hardcore fan, oh, it's yeah. like, yo, fuck that guy. Oh right? yeah, dude. <laughs> um, but uh, is it? Yeah, that the, the plot of that movie was so ridiculous because I feel like deep down, not that we could relate to them, but we wanted to. We wanted to be just big fucking kids with no responsibility. Yeah. Like, we wanted to be in our 30s, 40s, like acting like 12-year-olds, just fucking putting on Chewbacca masks and like just fucking kicking watermelons and shit and doing like... Dude, but they were like in their 40s going on 50. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? They weren't... This wasn't Will Ferrell from uh, Saturday Night Live. This is Will Ferrell from After a Few Movies. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah. this wasn't his second movie. It was, like, after a few... He had, like, four under, four under his belt, right? Was, but I think, I think the chemistry between the two was so great that even though the Sherlock Holmes movie was terrible, mm-hmm. we all got excited yeah. when they announced that they were going to make a movie together. It was like... Yes, John C. Riley. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. But we haven't seen it yet, man. You no, guys haven't. No, seen I haven't it? seen it. No. But I was told that they were going to do a uh, Step Brothers too, but they haven't, man. They need to hurry to do a Talladega Nights. Another one? That's what they should do. That's what they should do. Yep. Oh, you know what? It would be pretty funny to do a Talladega Nights too, but then put some females in it. Like, oh, we got some hot new chicks who are joining the the racing scene kind of shit. You know, was, like Danica Patrick or something like that. But <laughs> a fee, two funny females. What's uh what's that girl? What's that black chick who's uh everywhere now? That sexy black chick who's funny, man. What's that girl? What's that oh, girl? Oh, from the HBO show. Uh uh she has a mole right here. Yeah. She did a movie with uh with Kevin Hart. Did a couple of movies with camera. You know exactly what I'm talking about. She, y'all ready? Oh, I forgot her name, man. <laughs> That's forgot her fucking name, bro. They were making fun of her because she she got uh she got heckled. Uh, and she got this? heckled down here, man. Yeah, um it happens with Kevin Hart. Also, I think that the acting between Will Farrell and John C. Riley and Step Brothers was so great. The fact that they try to act like kids. They said they studied. Um, I think it was just a couple. Of like all those, all those like moments they where they were just like trying to one up each other. And Tiffany Haddish, Tiffany is what Haddish. I was trying to say. Um, yeah, she's awesome. And you know, before we started recording, we were like going over those moments when he's like, mm. "Oh yeah, I remember my first beer." And oh yeah. Like, 
Like just the, the different tat quotes and the way they they executed those lines. It was like, yo, these are twelve year old kids. Like, oh, this yeah. is exactly how we all talked to each other when we hated each other and shit. It was just that like these little subtle disses that adults would never understand. <laughs> the whole crying. Oh, you know, <laughs> he tried to wipe it away by just waving his head around like yeah. <laughs> But then, like, the great thing about the story was when they finally decided to stop uh, fighting each other and team up. And then everything started going great. Yeah. For them, and it started it going bad. great. <laughs> <laughs> then it went real bad. They tried to make a bunk bed. <laughs> this is how we do it. They kept on going in and out. They still try to blame the parents. They're like, why would you let us do something like that? That shit is fucking funny, man. Oh my god! For uh, since <laughs> I think I think we should end this episode right now because we're already at a, the top. an hour twenty four. He crushed the other dude on the bottom. Yeah, he, he did, dude. He had a little band aid on his little <laughs> arm, dude. I thought he, yo, he could he should have lost like something, yeah, but he just had like a little band aid, man. man. Yeah, a little band aid. I was like, God damn, that's all you got? I'm like, you you're good then. You good? Dad smacks him. He's like, does it look bad? Like, fuck out of here. And the sleepwalking. (laughs) Don't wake him up. Don't wake him up. (laughs) And then he finally wakes him up and gets his ass whooped. (laughs) (laughs) You should never wake up sleepwalkers. Oh my god. Uh, The fight in the front yard. Their fight was just ongoing. Oh, oh my god! The the blind the blind dog. I'm gonna burn you alive. The the dog of no, the blind don't man. Bury me. Yeah, yeah. Was biting him. Yeah, you like it buried? Yeah, you said you wanted to have. Just it. let it shower over you. Oh. And then you call him a zombie when he it's digs like, his way like, out. Like, Shut zombie. up! You're gonna wake up the neighbors. <laughs> I'm alive, Brendan. I'm alive. <laughs> As you can see, people, we're really oh, into Will Ferrell movies. Will, Will, Will Ferrell movies are uh, the fucking best. Um, you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> you're my you're boy. <laughs> see, I don't have no catchphrase like that on. Oh, oh no. Uh, something about Jimmy. Oh, somebody uh, knocking Jimmy bitches up or something like that. <laughs> Jimmy bitches ain't wearing brubbers. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was his gangster. Yeah. His gangster when he was going to grill and shit, dude. Yes, all right, so since uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to end this episode, but I'm going to end it off with a little bit of jazz. Uh, <laughs> since uh, <laughs> since uh, Dr. X has been getting some of that jazz, I think it's about time we get some jazz in this. But I'm, I'm feeling a little festive, so. Uh, Stop making people guilty for not following your fucking timeline, yo. Understand people got lives. Yeah. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Dr. X. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to play a little jazz for y'all. I've been Pat. And this was Kev. That direction. <laughs>